Welcome to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Lynch, Paris lover, devoted boy mom, Capricorn, and chronic overachiever. After launching my business in 2020, it grew faster than I anticipated and quickly turned into all the things I hated about toxic corporate overwork culture. Now I'm restructuring it to prioritize the lifestyle I desire and break free from overworking without compromising my income. Join me every Wednesday as I give you the inside scoop on how to balance business, work, motherhood, self-care, and mental health. As your marketing coach, I'll also be sharing my experiences with contractors and clients, having a team, as well as personal and business branding, practical business and marketing advice, strategies, and tips. Let's get into it. Welcome back, y'all. So first of all, Happy New Year. Um, I am officially 38. Yes, it's Capricorn season and my birthday was New Year's Eve. (laughs) I wanted to talk about seven lessons that 2023 taught me about entrepreneurship because I think so many of us were really shook by how 2023 didn't go, how I feel 2020, 2021, even 2022 went for most businesses. And that's okay. I'm not going to make this a doom and gloom of 2023 sucked and I didn't make money. I don't want it to be one of those situations. I actually want to talk about some really important lessons that I think I needed to be taught because I don't feel like we really got a good feel for what entrepreneurship truly is through and through in all these previous years. If you started up in the group with me where we're like 2019, 2020, 2021 people when Black Lives Matter was like a whole thing. We and business was just popping because people were just blowing money because of the pan pandemic and we all just had extra money to blow because we weren't really going anywhere for like a year. That is not real life. And I feel like now is real life. And so many of us don't know what real business life or real entrepreneurship life is when things aren't all in our favor. And so I want to talk about that. So I feel like 2023 was the year of unpredictability and instability, but also the year of alignment and experimentation personally for me as an entrepreneur. So some of the things that I shared with you guys over the year last year when I brought back season two of the podcast was, first of all, I was separated from my from my husband for six months, which was a big shift because now I had to adjust to what it felt like to be a single mother. That happened when the summer was coming. And so my child refused to go to summer camp, which I was not expecting, which really affected my schedule. And though I do have support, you guys know that my mom, although she has retired, she still works for me part time. And so her one responsibility is house management and to take care of her grandchild, especially on the days where I'm particularly more busy, which would be, you know, on membership day, which is Tuesdays and when I have VIP days. And so I do have tremendous support at home. And then also, obviously, my husband, we're still together. We got back together. But anyway, he obviously was seeing his child on a regular basis. So I was very fortunate enough to have a good father to my child, a good relationship with him where I respected that he needed to see his child as often as I was so he had him all the time and I never got to experience basically having a permanent babysitter that's how I felt I saw his time with his dad as like he has a permanent babysitter and I don't have to worry about what's going on and he's not coming home so I don't have to feed him and it was wonderful I'm not gonna lie (laughs) other things that were a really big shift for my business is not really selling high ticket as much as I normally would have been which when you sell high ticket you already know you don't need volume of people or clients so you're not really 
Panini Press to do a bunch of marketing or selling because you're not really trying to get that many clients. And if you had 30 days to kind of pop off and sell a little bit, you could pull off getting three to four clients and be completely fine. So there's a big shift with me trying to focus on my shop and passive income and my membership, which is like more mid ticket than high ticket. And I wasn't used to that. I also had never really been in a position in business since I started where I didn't feel very motivated to launch or to post as often on my primary marketing platform, which for me is social media, specifically on Instagram. I realized that I needed and was really heavily and aggressively seeking more flexibility that I don't feel like I really gave myself as much in business. And by the way, I'm gonna talk about what some of these things mean in the seven lessons, but I just wanna kind of run you through my personal experience last year. And some of you are probably nodding your head right now because you've had similar things or something that's comparable to what I'm going through. I also really fell in love with my membership and worked really hard to evolve it into what I now feel is the perfect setup for my membership. Um, I think when I first started the membership, I knew the basics. Like I wanted to have monthly Q&A, monthly workshops, and monthly masterclasses all on one topic at the, you know, per month, it would be one focused topic. So they weren't overwhelmed. We would have the one week where we learned, the one week where we worked, the one week where we reflected and got our questions answered. We co-worked every single week and I absolutely loved it. But some shifts that I started making was, first I started inviting guest experts and it was remarkable because it gave me back one of those weeks where I wasn't necessarily responsible for teaching and I didn't feel the need to be the 100% expert on every single marketing channel. Now, granted, I genuinely get leads from all of the major platforms. Like I have an SEO platform. I get clients and customers from YouTube. I even have a blog because I understand and respect the importance of them. I have a podcast, so I have multiple long form pieces of content platforms that I could leverage. I also realized that I really specifically care for my community to be very implementation, action, and operational focused when it comes to marketing businesses. And so my bag is really being in those workshops. And I like having experts come and talk about topics that I can then very easily make you know um, resources for. And all of those revelations really happened for me. And I feel like, man, this membership is what I think I envisioned when I first started group programs, but I didn't want to only talk about the same curriculum for years. And I did that for three years straight. And so anyway, I really fell in love with my membership and I already was in love with the people inside, but now I'm in love with the product itself. Getting used to lower revenue months was also a big thing for me in 2023. Again, I was primarily selling premium and high ticket services only for the first three years of business. And when I was a service provider primarily, I was also only selling high ticket or premium price you know, design packages. So I didn't really get the experience of what it felt like to need volume and when you didn't get volume because you were selling lower ticket or you were selling mid ticket. I didn't know what it felt like to not have anything minimum, like minimum $10,000 a month. 
I had a lot of $7,000, $8,000 months, and you probably like, well, that's still great. It's not for my business, and it's not for my lifestyle that I need my business to help me to uphold. And so while I am still grateful that I was able to completely let go of my money makers and still make excellent money, it's... Uh, I think it's a testament to me as an entrepreneur and my expertise. However, I still need to get my business to where I need it to be for, you know, my life. Two more things and then we're going to I'm going to go into these lessons. Um, actually having to sell was something that I was shocked by. I do recognize that I am doing selling um, and I have clearly been capable of selling over the past few years. But I didn't always have to. I feel like I didn't feel like I was selling. I feel like I was just talking. I was launching, right? So I was talking about my offer. And because I focus on attraction marketing, I feel like my marketing was doing its job. It was attracting people to me. But now I feel like I have to be very intentional with my selling. And I'm not used to having to be intentional with sales. And I see that as an area of improvement for me. So when I was doing my um, annual planning, I do an annual planning session with whatever programs I have available. In this case, it's just the membership. So with the members, we did an annual planning session. I've been using the same um, planning documents for years. So I gave them the template and the part of the template is thinking about obviously the goals that you have for the new year and then going through where you need to improve in order to hit the goals that you have, things that you are great at, things that you need improvement on and need to work on, all those things. And one of my areas is getting comfortable with sales and actually learning to sell differently now that my business is different. And then lastly, something that I noticed is just I have to get better at leaning into discomfort. Um, I have, you know, as a Capricorn, we don't like to be uncomfortable, but we do like a challenge. And so I've actually kind of always had a personality where if something was uncomfortable, I would kind of take it head on and just deal with it. But in business, I think because success in high performance is such a big deal, specifically for my personality type, that I needed to be even more comfortable leaning into the discomfort of shift and of change and of transition. And I'm not used to that. I'm not used to having to move differently, act different, be different as a business owner, because I feel like, again, everything was so strategic and planned out and going according to plan and whatever masterclass or course or program I was in, I was doing exactly what that person said and getting the exact results that they promised. So I didn't have to adjust and I didn't have to really be that uncomfortable. And I needed, I learned the lesson, you know, or I saw that 2023 was gonna be the year where you had to lean into that discomfort of all of the shifts and all of the changes and all of the unpredictability. And so anyway, that's how what I saw coming into this year and making it through coming out the other side. And so I wanna share seven lessons that 2023 actually taught me about business. So the first, lesson that 2023 taught me about business is that entrepreneurship as a solo entrepreneur is supposed to allow you to be flexible so we don't have to create these rigid businesses that I think so many of us have created. Specifically me, 
I created a rigid schedule, like I want to work nine to five in my business. And I also had, you know, like the uh, everybody that taught that you have one offer and you sell that one offer. And I think that I never truly learned how to be in the moment. Like, you know, I have a few things that I want to serve people with. So today I might talk about this thing. Later on today, I might talk about something else. I've never done that. Whatever I was selling that month was the thing that I talked about all month until that thing got the people that I wanted to get. And then I would move on to the next thing. And I just realized, man, you've become so rigid that when random things happen, you are so unprepared because you are kind of out of sorts. And I don't like being out of sorts. And I think it's because I don't think I would feel out of sorts if my business wasn't so rigid. And so we have to remember that we came to on specifically, I'm not going to say we, I'm not going to speak for you. I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I wanted the flexibility and I wanted to feel like I had control over every aspect of what was going on. And while I do technically have control over it, I'm not leveraging my power because I have learned and taken exactly what I learned and only did that instead of taking what I learned and then having that evolve into what works for me, knowing the mechanics of what I learned and why those things are what they are, but then also recognizing that I'm the decision maker. So I am in control of whether or not I do everything the way that you know I was necessarily taught. I think a lot of you could use that lesson from what you were taught specifically about marketing. I think so many of you were taught these very, very strict marketing strategies, and then you felt like you couldn't change them because they worked. But even if they don't work for you anymore, you still feel almost obligated to continue to uphold them because you are afraid that you're going to mess up all of the great progress and momentum that you've gained, which sucks. Ever feel overwhelmed by marketing strategies that seem out of sync with your business's current reality or the true vision you see for your business in the future? Introducing the Marketing Mastery Matrix, marketing strategies for every stage of business evolution, a masterclass where I'll teach you adaptive marketing strategies that fluidly evolve with each stage of your business journey. Tailor your marketing efforts with precision, ensuring every move you make resonates deeply, connecting with the right people at the right moment. No more one-size-fits-all marketing. Visit marketingmasterymatrix.com to register for the masterclass. The second lesson that I personally learned is that life will life regardless of the revenue goals that you have. So there must always be a backup plan and marketing strategy options. <laughs> and this is coming from a marketing strategist that I'm saying like, man, I really sometimes didn't always think of the backup plan. Case in point, when I separated from my husband, I didn't think about how my son would react. Also, not just moving to a new place because we moved to a place in the city, but then also I switched his camp because I needed the camp to be within driving distance of you know the new apartment and also my mom who was going to be the person kind of shuffling him around. And so I didn't think about how he would react. And so he decided he didn't want to go. And because I was you know, completely changing his life, I respected that and honored that and didn't force him to go. And then of course it disrupted my business day. And I was thinking like, man, and then like just the other day, so yesterday or not yesterday, Monday, my mom got into a car accident 
And that's obviously unexpected, which meant, first of all, I was in a panic thinking that she like was severely injured. But then, cause, cause I got an alert from her Apple watch that said that she was in a car accident, which is so scary by the way, but also really dope anyway. And so that meant that we spent the entire day and evening in the emergency room. Again, she's fine, but you know, you go because she had to get x-rays and all the things and they make you stay for hours. It was terrible. So that was Monday. And then Tuesday, she needed to go get her prescription and go get her things out of her car, which is probably total. So we had to go to the, the you know, junkyard tow truck place to check on her car and get then take pictures. And we hadn't seen the vehicle and it was terrible. And so... These were things that took hours and I was supposed to write my newsletter and do all this stuff that day and I didn't because then by the time I got back home, I had to do my membership and then I had to mom and then I was tired and then the business day was over. And so life is just gonna, life. I mean, my kid was sick over the weekend and like threw up in his bed. Like there's just always some some shit going down. And because of that, I realized like, man, I never really set my business up for the unexpected. I set it up for the expected. I plan my launch. I know what I'm posting on Monday and Tuesday. I know exactly the launch dates. I know exactly which offers I'm gonna sell and when I'm gonna sell them. But God forbid some something comes up and maybe that program isn't gonna happen because I can't manage the program. And then now I gotta sell something else. But I don't have, a, like, if you don't have a whole plan for that, life still has to go on, business still has to go on. And so I learned, thank God for 2023, that I will always have backup in different strategy options. It's actually why I taught the Marketing Mastery Matrix because I think sometimes we think I'm gonna be high energy like I always am and then you get pregnant. I had a client who's pregnant and it's her first trimester. Her energy is on level zero, but that was unexpected because she didn't, you know, you don't know when you're gonna get pregnant if it's gonna work out when you're trying. And that's what I'm saying, like things just come up. The third lesson that I learned is even if your business has always been successful, it doesn't mean that success will always equate to money. Sometimes it's coming in the form of satisfaction, alignment, fulfillment, and the money comes later. And I think when I thought about, man, like every year, year over year, my business has made more money the very next year. So year one, I ended at like 120, 120K. Then the next year I ended at like 180 or 90. So that would have been 2021. 2022, I ended at like 220. And so coming into 2023, I'm like, well, shit, I should be at 300. No, ma'am. We were at like a honey. (laughs) And for me, that's bad because year over year I was making more money. But when I reflect on how, again, I am so proud of last year because I felt better about my business. I had settled on the offers that I wanted to do. I had figured out my schedule. I figured out my marriage. I figured out life at home. Like I had all of the components of satisfaction and I feel like sometimes we can look, or excuse me, overlook and forget that things are going well because there's one component that isn't going well and that would have just been revenue for me. and. I will not be that kind of person anymore. So when I looked at it, I said, you know, success cannot be tied to money. And while I've said this before, I still forget it in those moments because of my personality. But I am very satisfied, very fulfilled, very aligned with my business. So I know that the money will come this year. 
The fourth lesson is it's okay to let go of offers you hate, you don't enjoy, or does not feel aligned, or doesn't even serve your clients the way that you want to impact them. I think sometimes we have these old offers that make great money, people get results, and so it's really hard to let go of what is deemed a successful program or successful service. But as you evolve as an expert, I think you're going to find different ways that you want to make impact. And as that version of impact shifts for you, so is inevitably going to be the offers. And sometimes you have to let go of those other offers. And I have been very comfortable over the years, I would say the last two years of letting go of things, but I still want to share that here for you guys, because that's a lesson that I think so many entrepreneurs need to hear. The fifth lesson that I learned is there will be seasons of business where you need to be adaptable to how you work in those seasons. And you need to honor and respect your mind, body, and energy. And so when I, again, made the Marketing Mastery Matrix, I was very, very determined to help people recognize that you are not just in different stages of business, but every year in your business, there are different seasons of that business and how you're going to feel and how you're going to need to move and operate and sell and market in those different seasons. And so there's gonna be a season of spring and summer where the ideas are flowing, you're launching, you have the energy, you're showing up, business is popping because you've been so energetic and popping and doing things and, and you know and showing up and consistent. And then there's going to be periods where there's like a winter season where, man, you're reflective. You really don't have the energy to do as much. You're not going to want to launch with, you know, doing the most. And that's okay. But a lot of businesses aren't, businesses are not prepared to operate in those seasons where you ain't got it. And I think this is a big lesson for me because I typically am always energetic. I am always prepared to launch. I am always ready to do the next thing. I love showing up. I love content and I still do. But there are times when I, even though I love it, still physically can't do it. And I didn't recognize that there were different seasons of my business. I thought we just had to work on the stages. Well, now I'm at an you know, I'm at the beginning stage. So obviously I have to go hard because I have to prepare. And then in that, you know, that growth stage, I felt like I could kind of like coast a little bit. And then there's a scale stage. So then you're kind of ramping it up again. But no, there's more than just those stages of business. The sixth lesson that I learned from 2023 is we need to prepare for the bad years as much as we prepare for the good years. This is a really big lesson for me. Um, I think that with all the annual planning and vision boarding and journaling and all of the things that we do to get our mind right for whatever goals that we have, we're never preparing for the bad because for some reason, what we're taught is universally, if we're ever thinking about the bad, that the universe is gonna bring us bad things. And so I think that that's a very dangerous thought pattern now that I've been in business for a while. Because I think because we've avoided even thinking about the possibilities of you know things that can go wrong, we have put ourselves in a position where we're ill-prepared for anything going wrong. So then when some shit goes wrong, we don't know what to do. And then we're panicked and then we're overreacting and then we're stressed. And it's like, you wouldn't be stressed if you prepared. We don't, we don't 
we don't feel like our house is going to burn down just because we got fire insurance for our house or flood insurance for our homes. We don't feel like we're going to get in a car accident just because we got car insurance. We don't feel like we're going to die just because we got life insurance. We don't feel like we're going to get sick just because we have health insurance. We prepare for possibilities of getting sick and dying and all this crap. But for some reason in the online space, when you prepare and talk about the things that could go wrong, it's as if you are wishing that upon your business. And I think that that's just such a dangerous, really silly thing for us to be focused on when we don't do that in any other aspect of preparation in our lives. When people literally say, save for a rainy day, nobody bats an eye. Like you're gonna have a rainy day because you're saving some money in the savings account. Like, no, not even. So I want to get away from this mindset of preparation and thinking about what things could go wrong is me setting myself up and putting my mindset in a perspective of things can go wrong and will go wrong because I'm thinking about them possibly going wrong. No, I'm smart and I'm preparing for the inevitable things that could go wrong so that when some shit goes down, I'm not shocked. I'm not homeless. I'm not, you know, closing my business down because something came up. And then the last and seventh lesson that 2023 has taught me about business is that once you're clear on who you are, you must always go back to the foundation of everything so that your business is prepared to operate at that new level of you. I've changed so much as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, and my brand is truly the last thing to catch up. My hair has changed, my services have changed, my energy has changed, my life at home has changed. And I think a lot of us start making these changes slowly, like we shift how we show up, we shift our offers, we shift how we talk. But then you look at messaging on websites and web pages are still old and my brand photo still had my curly fro. And when people were meeting me in person for my speaking engagement, they're like, oh, you look different. I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't updated those pictures since 2020. The messaging on my website, I was like, oh my God, I'm still saying this one thing. And I'm like, no, this isn't true anymore. Like this has evolved, this is deeper than this now. And so I am spending the first month of the year focused on updating the entire back end of my business to align with who I am and who this business is now, today. And I encourage you to do the same. I just want to kind of end this episode on a high note. I want us to look at 2024 as the year of redemption, as the year of alignment, as the year of focus, as the year of action. We have so much that we can look back on from 2023 that might make you feel a little negative. You know, you didn't make as much as you wanted to. People are buying differently. You know, my life was in shambles. All of these things went wrong. But there are so many lessons to be learned from all of those things that you have to carry into this year and now prepare for if, some, if 2023 happened again, a year from now, what would you have and should you have done differently to better prepare yourself so that you can still function? And that's what I want 2024 to do for you. I'll see you next time. 
If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, subscribe to the Revolutionary CEO podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform and leave a review to let me know the moments you enjoyed the most. For insights, tips, and conversations, connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok. I'm always at Her Marketing Coach. Together, let's continue empowering ambitious and driven women in business. Talk to you next week. Oh,